I mean, I think that the discovery of the Nag Hammadi texts, I believe, Upper Egypt in the you know mid twentieth century, uh, could be seen as some kind of um, divine grace, uh, higher dimensional um, gift or offering or intervention for humanity to discover uh, some of the mystic roots of Christianity or <clears throat> rectify some of the mistakes of current orthodoxical Christian view, uh, meaning it, it's a sort of important event for the world to be reconnected with Gnostic vision and uh, text, the, the Gnostic text being the gateway to the Gnostic vision or theology, worldview, metaphysics, and practices uh, of the other Christianity, right? the, the uh, shunned esoteric Gnostic Christianity, that, that that's an important discovery for, that, that affects metaphysical balances of the world, actually, in terms of uh, <clears throat> leading a certain group of seekers, Christian people generally, uh, mystics, yogi-minded, or um, free-thinking Christians uh, and scholars, uh, opening a gateway that had been shut for 2,000 years and affecting the metaphysical balances of positive-negative uh, or light, <clears throat> light, not light, or degree of light in collective um, consciousness, of the collective consciousness of humanity. So it, it, is a, it's, it can be seen as an important event similar to you know, the incarnation of, of Yeshua or Gautama or great world teachers. Something, it, it, there is an importance to it beyond um, just the help that it gives those who study the texts. There is a metaphysical power, I think, associated with that rediscovery. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a very important principle um, that's associated with the intense struggle between leaders of different religions or those who have power and authority that represent different spiritual views associated with different sects, S-E-C-T-X, S-E-C-T-S, meaning uh, religious subgroups. The idea, and, and you can see that in some of the literature, even Fritz Springmeier maybe talks about it, that to control um, the peoples, you of course have to control their mind. And to control their mind, uh, essentially, <clears throat> you need to, um, th they need to have something to believe in. And some kind of religious or metaphysical, some kind of um, higher absolute power has to be established in the mind to truly control uh, societies and, and civilization. Uh, it's uh, some notion of God or savior or absolute power uh, just having state power is and force 
is not considered enough uh, by those on the negative path uh, to effectively control populations long term. <clears throat> and so the struggles in the first three centuries or so, or really you know, ongoing since the, the time of Yeshua, the, the struggles for uh, supremacy of um, uh, dominant religion in the region, in the regions, in the, in the urban areas particularly, uh, the multiple groups with multiple religions or sects or religious type views uh, struggling or having conflict, even if the Gnostics were retiring, they simply, uh, like, like Valentinus, uh, almost becoming Bishop of Rome, uh, this, this long-term struggle for supremacy of spiritual view, of religious perspective, or whose God shall be uh, our God, whose God shall uh, the people uh, shall, will the people follow and uh, those who would be king or those who would be rulers for generations or, or, or centuries have the view that uh, our God must be the only God uh, for the people to be under our control there cannot be competing gods and so this is why uh, in terms of um, religious wars through the centuries uh, lots of temple statuary have their heads lopped off or their eyes gouge out <laughs> that's what vandals or really religiously minded henchmen or henchmen uh, you know, violent enforcers uh, of um, despotic regimes uh, did to statuary, meaning statues, in religious uh, locations, temples and burial grounds and all sorts of places, whatever, uh, throughout the centuries. Uh, take their heads off or take out their eyes, you know, the stone, uh, so as to show the do our dominance over that god because we can rule when when uh, everyone follows our God or when everyone follows this God then those who are in control of that, that state religion will keep their power so that, that's a big deal of control of the masses religiosity yes yeah, it's been going on for a long time <clears throat> I mean Akhenaten went against the priests of Ray, I guess, so the story goes, or my little understanding of it, and uh, before that time they had gone against other um, pagan uh, tribal uh, deities and worship of that area of Egypt, so each group, each um, subgroup <clears throat> that seeks uh, governmental legislature, it's not legislature, but some kind of uh, political power or rulership uh, e e very importantly must uh, 
cut the ties between the people and the previous gods or the gods of opposing um, power centers. Well, the people who were, uh, you see, who's who wants to be first, right? Uh, there were there were leaders of there were leaders of the early Christian Church, I'm sure, who simply wanted to stay <clears throat> in in the desert or in the caves and uh, perfect themselves or uh, develop spiritually with the small community. And then there were uh, those teachers that may have ties to those same uh, hermetic. Her reclusive um, anchorite communities, meaning um, guy, you know, guys and gals who've gone off to the caves in the desert to develop themselves. There would have been people like Valentinos who had ties to them, or maybe Martian, I don't know, who also were trying to spread the faith in the urban centers. And their desire to spread the faith may not have been the same as um, tyrants or rulers uh, in that same location that wanted to use that religion or philosophy to consolidate power. Then you could have had some people like Valentinus who did become Bishop of Rome or did ascend into uh, positions of power and then you know, had to, felt they needed to uh, wipe out all the other competing religions. Uh, so you have a spectrum, <clears throat> but you have a spectrum of um, religiosity or practice or perspective in the members of each of the groups. <laughs> you have the, the anchorite. Anchorite is like a hermit or recluse uh, living alone or in small communities. You have those in the towns and the villages and the cities who are simply believers, uh, some of them superstitious and some of them uh, very spiritually developed intellectually or in terms of uh, gnosis. And then you have members of those communities who were politically minded. And then you have uh, political leadership that simply wanted to co-opt that uh, philosophy. Uh, and you even had uh, sincere members of those communities in the urban centers who did ascend to political power. And um, like in India, Ashoka, King Ashoka, who proclaimed Buddhism. I don't know if he killed other philosophies or religions, but I, I think he was considered a virtuous Buddhist king and um, very much helped the religion, but was associated with peace. But I don't know, you know, the nitty gritty of Ashoka's reign and history. So I'm just saying, you've got all sorts of different perspectives within any one of the religions or sects uh, but it's just an interesting point I think personally that uh, to control a population you ultimately have to control their religious impulses uh, either to de-religious you know de-spiritualize or bring them into a universal atheism or materialism like we have today or uh, co-opt their beliefs and um, pin them to the state, like this is the Holy Roman, the Holy Roman Empire, not just the Roman Empire, but the Roman Empire that uh, pushes this religion, uh, or <clears throat> some uh, application of pure teachings 
uh, in positions of power that are not uh, destructive to other traditions. So, <laughs> but but yeah, there's been a lot of struggle. Well, I feel the same way. I have absolutely no hope, or not hope, but I have absolutely no belief that it'll happen in third density. Right. I think it'll only be when we're out of this dimension and back in a higher dimensional group. I mean, I, I just, I don't have much hope for um, 3D renaissance, 3D um, mass awakening. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think that the, the system is so corrupt or there's so, the negativity is so... Um, Inter interlaced or really intergrown, intergrown into the structures of um, human civilization today, all countries, all areas, all levels. Uh, certain destructive, unhelpful ways, <laughs> let's say, are are so interwoven uh, uh, to all structures of civilization globally that it just has to uh, die before anything new comes. And unfortunately, that probably would mean uh, ELE, extinction level events and things like that. It may, none of that may happen. The, the, the clock may run out first. Yeah. I mean, I think there are a few uh, end game, <clears throat> final act, uh, concluding configurations that... Uh, may occur before the before dimensional shift. One is um, <clears throat> the, the the clock runs out on a, a maintenance of the status quo, and the, when the clock runs out, or dimensional shift occurs, meaning this condition now where negativity is strengthening and positivity is strengthening, and there's great conflict, um, inner outer in societies, between groups, within individuals, while some are getting clearer and others are uh, becoming more stuck, confused, and others are moving strong on negativity, and it ends just like this. <clears throat> Another, of course, is uh, ELE, Extinction Level Event, which is um, you know, World War Three, bio, uh, bio plague, uh, genocide, you know, whatever, grid down, Nibiru, uh, and that's second option. The other one is some kind of uh, full um, victory of New World Order, global, uh, central one world government that would come after some ELE or be associated with some kind of, uh, be, be how the chips are rearranged after they've fallen. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the best we can hope for is a draw, frankly. I mean, it's also, then the other option is, is a mass awakening renaissance of human civilization and the dawning new age of love and light uh, in 3D. I don't think that's going to happen because I just think there are too many people, there are too many forces against it. But um, I think personally the best we can hope for is a draw or uh, the clock runs out 
And there is a card in the Steve Jackson Illuminati cards called Tape Runs Out. And it seems to show the Earth splitting apart or something, like Tesla beam. But this idea of the tape running out before the game is over, I think is very, very likely. Right, there are a lot of strange things happening these days. I just... To the extent that it's the result of uh, HARP or various human electromagnetic technologies opening portals to the lower astral or doing some kind of uh, invocation of negative entities from time-space uh, or Orion playing around, <clears throat> I just wonder, uh, how far does the Logos let this go? I mean, I mean, I know that the Logos will let the, the, the kids kill themselves in the playroom, but they won't let the house get burned down. I know that. But uh, how much destruction in the playroom will be allowed? Or how much uh, bully activity will be allowed as it affects um, the home, not simply the room of the 3D... There's the room, the playroom of the 3D space-time realm. Then there's the home of the octave, or third density overall, with multiple inhabitants uh, in, the, in the, the many mansions, or many mansions, many rooms. Yeah, I, I don't really uh, subscri ascribe, subscribe to that view to watch. So first of all, we've got the mythology, and then we've got to consider um, what, how, it, how it might accord with... Um, other known metaphysical systems like the raw material and then we have to determine what truth might be the truth of um, metaphysical reality so <clears throat> in that system uh, uh, with the idea that, that some lesser deity created planets that are out of harmony or something uh, I don't think that's the case uh, although you know, what, maybe uh, planetoids can be made by Orion, but uh, in my sense, my understanding is every solar system was created by a Logos. The planets um, of every solar system were made by a Logoic being uh, akin to what we would call eighth density, a sub-Logos. Uh, <clears throat> the harmony or not harmony of the planet uh, is to me it seems a little bit like a human projection to consider that some planets are harmonious and some are not I think is a, a human projection however uh, there is a metaphysics Ross said of uh, 60 30 10 that 3d planets in this galaxy 60% have a positive only harvest 30% mixed 10% negative only uh, the mixed planet the mixed harvesting 3d planets 30% the negatively oriented harvesting only 3D planets 10% that 40% could be called disharmonious but is the disharmony <clears throat> a result of um, its creator's deficiency or um, the state of consciousness of the beings in third density who according to free will their free will have chosen um, service to self or a lack of positive polarization to me, uh, any such disharmony of the planet 
is not an intrinsic quality of the Logos that created it, nor the planet as a being, but simply um, the deficiencies of love in the consciousness of the collective population in third density on that planet. Well, the question is, who, what, what level of beingness makes a planet for inhabitation? Now, I can imagine that Orion could fashion a planet, and we would call that, I would call that a planetoid or an artificial body. It's certainly feasible that Orion-created planet, planetoid like that, could be hosting any beings that that Orion group transferred there. Um, it's possible that fifth-density negative entities do create planets, planetoids also. So we have 4D negative, 5D negative beings, I guess, potentially able to create planetoids and thus potentially being able to transfer some souls under their control to such planetoids. Um, but I think in the main, seven-dimensional planets, planets with seven energy bodies, would only be created, be able to be created or could only be created by a Logos, sub-Logos solar being. That's my sense. I think that the the modern some of the modern interpreters of the Gnostics um, are a little bit heavy on uh, a little bit weigh weigh a little heavily on the powers of negativity that they ascribe or the ascription or um, authorship of negativity uh, of of what of uh, our life here on Earth to negative authorship, <clears throat> meaning they, they're in some ways, I think, I think uh, falling into the disinformation, deception that Orion or negative entities would like us to believe, which is that their power is greater than it really is. Now, I, <clears throat> I can certainly imagine fourth and fifth density negative entities, again, can create planetoids and staff them or, or populate them somewhat, but those wouldn't be seven-dimensional. They would be... Uh, you know, um, like 3D artifacts, uh, which don't have seven-dimensional energy fields, uh, at least as far as I understand. So, um, uh, to say that, uh, you know, psychopathic parents may have psychopathic children, sure, that's a human observation, observation of human families, but we're talking about seven-dimensional creation, if we're talking about planets that could support soul evolution for multiple uh, dimensional groups and I don't think that Orion has that capacity because they're not they're not in they're not even so fully in sixth density they're only of fourth and fifth density so I don't think they're going to be able to create seven dimensional energy fields or planets with seven dimensional fields and I think that uh, negativity surely wants people to think its power is supreme sovereign um, inviolable, undefeatable, uh, invincible, and, but that's not the case. So, well, you see, that that's another question. Is Earth not in harmony? Well, we have a difference between Earth as a planetary being, as a portion of the Logos, which is the, the, the cosmology of Ra in most systems that would say that the, the creator of light created all planets and solar systems. You see, what is the creator of light? The creator of light obviously would be Intelligent Infinity, or the One Infinite Creator, that issued forth the third principle, the principle of light. 
out of the interaction of free will and love, right? That's the theory. That's the cosmology. The, the planetary being, would it be considered disharmonious if it has, it, it, like Maldek and Mars, right? One has planetary destruction, the other one has atmospheric destruction. So it seems. Uh, would those be considered disharmonious planets? Well, the population surely was disharmonious, but could you say that the planetary being itself is? I wouldn't say so. I would say that um, the Logos um, chose to allow uh, such disharmonious souls to have a 3D cycle on those planets, and uh, by allowance of free will, uh, allowed those destructive outcomes. But that doesn't mean it's a disharmonious planet. It's a disharmonious group of souls in third density that were allowed a certain destructive outcome uh, for their planet. But that doesn't mean it's a disharmonious planet. Of course, but, but consider the 60-30-10 metaphysics or, or cosmology from Ra, right? 60% of the 3D planets are, harvest, are positive harvest only, meaning nearly all the souls are living in love, more or less. In such a world, there wouldn't be war, there wouldn't be uh, conflict, there wouldn't be all the disharmonies we find here. Yeah, that again um, ascribes um, power to negative entities' activity, uh, I think, excessively. The idea that there's an implant that prevents um, penetration of the human matrix or the cosmic matrix, meaning seeing reality, uh, the power structure, let's say, or the negative, you know, the piercing the matrix of, of human evil, seeing into that, or seeing into multidimensionality. There's a difference, but of course, Ross said that there was Orion uh, genetic intervention uh, around that time, 3500 BC, you know, before the present. 1500, and you could say certainly 1800 BC, that genetic manipulation did what? Well, <clears throat> it may well have um, established in um, human consciousness, it certainly established the notion of holy war, and so there's a conceptual, uh, there's a conceptual seeding, seeding of certain concept like holy war that leads to negativity. There's uh, perhaps a strengthening of materialism and, and overvaluation of material over the spiritual. Uh, there was perhaps some metaphysical work done to the planet or the astral plane. Uh, that doesn't stop um, realization, but it makes it harder. Uh, you can, you know, was, what did, was, was uh, Gautama fully enlightened? Was Yeshua really uh, a wanderer who, or wanderer or not, but a being who achieved contact with intelligent infinity and was teaching relatively pure love, wisdom, uh, the path back to um, the Logos? I think, yes, indeed, they were what they claimed to be and were uh, as awakened as um, we can consider them to be. Uh, Gautama being a little different than Yeshua, but both having contact with intelligent infinity, both having penetrated the human and the cosmic matrices, meaning having penetrated the veil. And so, <clears throat> uh, surely, both were tempted, Gautama by Mara, Maya, and um, 
Yeshua by Satan or the devil or whatever. Both of them certainly had to contest with strong negative and negative influence um, to achieve awakening and after their awakening so the store so the histories go and I think that's true but that didn't stop them it just made it harder and so there's also I think a co-optation that that the not that some of the modern Gnostic um, researchers have made or done co-opting the reality of the logoic veil in 3d mind physical 3d physical mind co-opting that and assuming that that's been uh, achieved by uh, Orion or the Archons or the Demiurge or negative ET reptilian Archonic Orion 40 negative 5d negative black magician all of that to ascribe to them uh, what Ra and I would consider the veil in 3D human mind or the veil in um, 3D space-time mind or um, consciousness that's not made by the Archons it's made by the Logos it's part of the plan uh, that's why it's called the Law of Confusion that confusion that issues from the veiling in 3D physical is part of divine plan so the question is who made that was it made by the Logos or is it made by the Archons, Demiurge, Orion, Negative ET. And I would say um, it was made by the Logos. Does it constitute an impenetrable barrier or simply an obstruction that's difficult that makes it harder to move to full awakening or activation of 4th, 5th, 6th chakra and coordination? I wouldn't say it's a hard, inviolable barrier. I would say that it makes it harder. Uh, and is very much the result of humanity. Humanity being of mixed orientation from the get-go 75,000 years ago with the Martian transfer. Meaning, humans were already leaning service to self, some people, and calling for the ways of service to self 75,000 years ago all the way up to the time 1500, 1800 BC when there was that further Orion genetic modification. But that's the result of humanity's um, choice to go without love, rejection of love. So uh, I just uh, see that the power of negativity uh, in the octave is confined pretty much to third, fourth, and fifth density. And uh, while their presence here is real, and uh, very influential it isn't determinative or putting a hard inviolable barrier to complete and perfect enlightenment even at the human level so there's a little nuance I think that needs to be considered there well I think yes it's a mythology that um, I think has some metaphysical accuracy uh, and can help us understand more uh, if we, you know, to the degree that we apply reason and intuition to understanding first what the mythology really is saying, because there are mythologies or there are uh, Gnost modern teachers of Gnosticism that believe that <clears throat> that. Um, the 
activity of negative entities, archons, demiurge, orion, reptilians, 4D, 5D negative, all that, that their activity puts a hard limit and is an inviolable barrier to awakening or piercing the matrices. And I don't think that's true. But some people believe that. And some people will say the mythology says that. And some mythologies perhaps probably do say that. And I think that's mistaken. So mythology is useful uh, but first we have to get clear what the mythology really is saying and um, any translator or interpreter or teacher of Gnostic mythology is only as good first as their understanding of the mythology itself and then in terms of their um, comprehension of the the correspondence of that mythology to uh, seven dimensional metaphysics so I just see a lot of people that have um, over that, that have a mistaken overemphasis uh, of the power of negativity um, in cosmic plan by a um, mistaken um, generalization of conditions on planet Earth to conditions in the whole universe. Meanwhile, it seems to me. Ra's teaching of the the, the uh, categories of polarized consciousness in 3D groups and 3D planets in the galaxy being 60, 30, 10 regarding to their harvest positive, mixed to negative uh, is very, very useful I- explaining what appears to be what, what certainly can be called planetary disharmony uh, which is ultimately the result of the consciousness of the groups on the planet in 3D. So in fourth density also we have a different situation even if the, the planet is hosting 4D negative life. The, the disharmony of the planetary sphere is different because it's higher dimensional. It's a different effect on the mineral and plant and animal lower dimensional um, forms and energy fields than than a 3d group that's negative or mixed so uh, i just be i would just caution that uh there are a lot of people who don't realize the limits to negative power as well as they should and in many ways are unwittingly doing the work of orion by teaching mythologies or interpretations of mythologies that um, indicate a certain uh, sovereignty, suzerainty, or great power uh, ascribed to Orion or negative entities or Archon or Demiurge, which is not the case, but they surely would like you to think so. So I think we should be careful on that. And uh, uh, I appreciate uh, our sharing or your questions and the dialogue and I hope it's been useful for you all too. Take good care and good night.